All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful thing. Laugh a little more thing. Tight, tighten up your core thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday. What up? Welcome to Four Things. I am Amy, and I started looking over today's episode, and it's very random, and it makes me think about my pile on the Bobby Bone Show. So if you listen to the show, you may be aware of my pile. It's something that I do every day, Monday through Friday, and it's a segment where I share three random stories or maybe even studies or tips that I find interesting. And yeah, today's Four Things kind of feels like my pile for me. In just a second, I'm going to share tips from TikTok that might help you fall asleep. Then in the second thing, I'm going to tell you bad habits that you need to ditch in the morning to set yourself up for a better day. Then in the third thing, I've got a list of ways that you can compliment someone without talking about their looks. And then lastly, I want to get into gratitude and an interesting perspective that a homeless group that I work with here in Nashville showed me on Instagram. And I want to share that with you because I think it's something that everyone needs to consider or keep in mind, especially as we're going through this winter craziness right now across the country. All right, let's get into the sleep hacks from TikTok first. And some of these are going to sound so weird and strange, but I think, hey, 
maybe one of these ideas will work for you. And full disclosure, I don't have TikTok anymore. I deleted it a while ago. And I honestly don't even really know how to use it, which makes me feel old. Like I'm missing out on stuff. But it reminds me of a funny meme that I saw the other day that just said something like, I wish someone would compile all of the cool TikToks from the day and then put them in one place for me to watch. Like I felt that meme big time. Like if anybody knows of an account that just does that so that I can see the cool things from TikTok, but I don't have to go to TikTok, then that would be amazing. Now, here are the hacks from TikTok that I read about though. One person said, toss a pillow. That was the name of their hack, which basically is that if you're thinking of something that you need to remember for the next morning and it's keeping you up, then toss your pillow on the floor. And then in the morning, when you see the pillow, it'll jog your memory and it'll come back to you. But when you toss the pillow, you'll know that you have that reminder on the floor and then it'll ease your mind and you'll be able to fall asleep. You also could maybe just like type it into your phone real quick or send yourself a text or an email. But Maybe this is just like, if it's really dark in your room and you shouldn't even be grabbing your phone, you want to toss the pillow down. That's their tip. Another tip is to make it chilly. Lower the temperature in your bedroom to help you fall asleep faster. I've heard that one before. Makes sense. Brew some tea. Chamomile tea can help calm your body down and ease you into resting mode. Now, this TikTok person suggests brewing some half an hour to an hour before bedtime to signal to your brain that it's time to wind down. I was at my friend Tracy's house for the Super Bowl, and when there was about 30 minutes left in the game, we decided to have some nighty-night tea, and it worked out perfectly. I was home within the hour, and it did kind of put me straight to sleep. So that is a brand of tea that I know that worked for me. We might be the only people in the world that drank nighty-night tea at a Super Bowl gathering. Another tip is tap into your breathing. Forget counting sheep, this TikTok person says. Try counting breaths instead. And now this is something I've definitely talked about on the podcast before, breathing, the four, seven, eight routine. That's exactly what they say here. Inhale for a count of four. Hold your breath for a count of seven. Then slowly exhale for a count of eight. Research backs it up and says that four, seven, eight breathing method can relax your nervous system and ease anxiety to help you sleep better. I'm a big fan of four, seven, eight. That's for sure. Another person said, just eat a banana because bananas are packed with magnesium and it's a mineral that can help your mind relax. Bananas also have potassium and that helps relax your muscles. I don't know. I'm just kind of grossed out eating a banana at bedtime, but hey, it might work for some of you. You can also trick your brain. One person put up that putting pressure on yourself to sleep can make you feel more anxious. So tell yourself that you're just taking a quick little nap and it'll trick your brain into letting you rest. That one would definitely not work for me, but maybe for you. And then lastly, one person said that you should watch your comfort show. Turn on the show that you can quote in your sleep and it may help soothe your anxiety and let your mind slip into that calm, familiar space so that you can sleep. Now, this one is weird to me because you hear from so many experts to avoid screen time before bed. But again, this is TikTok and this trick might work for someone. Or maybe you could try this hack and go ahead and watch the comfort show, but wear your blue light blocking glasses. 
And I often get asked like where mine are from. And I have the clear frame ones with the blue light lenses from Warby Parker and I'm obsessed with them. But I know that Amazon also has some good options too. So if you don't own a pair of those glasses yet, I recommend looking into those in case you do maybe even just computer work or phone work or any lights in your house actually before bed. And that wraps up all the sleep hacks that I have. You know, but actually in my pile earlier this week, I did have a sleep story from Keith Urban. So it's probably worth mentioning here too. Keith came out with a sleep song. It's called I Am Home and it's almost an hour long. He created it for the Calm app, which is designed to help people sleep better and reduce stress and anxiety. So I'm going to play a clip of Keith Urban's I Am Home right now. Yeah, I could see how that would be calming. And again, Keith's song is on the Calm app and maybe that'll be another option for you if you're having trouble sleeping. Second thing. All right, five bad habits to avoid first thing in the morning. See if you're doing any of these. Hitting the snooze button. Apparently over half of us do it, but studies show that those extra few minutes of sleep don't actually help. So you're better off setting your alarm for a more realistic time and training yourself to wake up the first time it goes off. Now, I am a recovered snoozer. I used to snooze all the time. In fact, I would say things like, I was born to snooze. I thrive off of snoozing. I'm better when I snooze. But now that I don't snooze, I realize like that was all a lie. I better not snoozing. And I would recommend to you if you're a snoozer to try to give it up. I'm not saying that it's easy, but there are definitely things you can do. We've even talked about how to stop snoozing here on the podcast. So you can check out an episode there, or just Google it, find some tips and tricks, but snoozing is no bueno. Another bad habit to avoid first thing in the morning is immediately checking your phone. Checking texts and emails or reading the news in bed are some of the most stressful ways to start your day. Better options include stretching, deep breathing, drinking some water, or saying hi to your kids. Another thing you should avoid doing is starting your day with a sugar rush. It sets up for a roller coaster, moody, you might be tired, maybe like cereal and sweetened coffee are two of the biggest culprits. Now, me personally, I don't like saying what to not eat or eat in the mornings anymore here on the podcast. I used to push that stuff out like crazy, but really just listen to your body and whatever you're craving. But I do think there is something to setting up your day strong and like knowing how a food makes you feel. Now in my recovered way of thinking, there's no good foods, no bad foods, but I do know how I personally feel after I eat certain things. So I know how my body is going to respond. And I actually start to want other things that make me feel a certain way, but I am allowed to have whatever I want when I want it. So this third thing here, I just want to put a little asterisk by it in case anybody else is like me and you're in recovery. You just listen to your body and do what feels best for you. Now, the fourth bad habit to avoid first thing in the morning is not washing your face. What? I always have to wash my face. Pillows are covered in oil and dead skin, especially if you haven't washed them in a while, which I think you should be washing your sheets like once a week. For sure, you can do your pillowcase even more. If you have other loads of laundry, just throw your pillowcase in with towels or something and then they'll get washed even more. So even if you wash your face before bed, it's not a bad idea to wash it again in the morning. 
Just don't use a harsh cleanser both times. Soap and water are fine. I prefer a gentle cleanser on my face. I use Zio gentle cleanser. That's a question I get a lot. And actually, anytime I say Zio, I don't know if people say Zio or Zo. But if you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. At the Nashville Beauty Girl can answer any and all questions about that skincare line. But another one that I like from the drugstore, which is pretty cheap, is CeraVe Gentle Foaming Wash. So that's another good one that you can keep on hand if you need. And then the final bad habit to avoid first thing in the morning is completely overlooking your own mental health. Having to rush around is what makes morning so stressful. So going to bed and waking up earlier really is important because it gives you more time to ease into things. That said, even a small routine like opening up the shades and letting some sun in can help. Now, it wouldn't really help me because I wake up so early for the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm sure a lot of you wake up early, early, depending on what you do, or if you're a mom or you've got to get to work. So maybe that one doesn't apply, but maybe on a Saturday or a Sunday or something. But I agree that rushing in the morning is no bueno, does not set you up for a good day. Here we go. All right, let's talk complimenting people's bodies and why we just need to not do that anymore. Complimenting someone's appearance or looks can be super harmful, and here's why. Oftentimes, if we use like, hey, you look skinnier, you look fitter, what are you doing? Are you working out more? You look so great. These words can cause harm and reinforce the wrong message because you never know what someone else is really going through. I'll give you an example. I will use me as that example. When I was in the throes of my eating disorder, I definitely thrived off uh, the skinny comments. Now, it wasn't like I was walking around begging for them, but trust me, if someone noticed that I was skinny, it was fuel to the fire. It motivated me to keep going in my disordered pattern, whether that was orthorexia, like I was really meticulous about everything that I ate and it had to be this certain ingredients and it had to be organic and it had to be fit in this column of foods. I labeled foods good and bad and I hate everything from the good. If I ate the bad, then I went completely off the rails and then I would restrict for like three days to make up for that. I mean, I was in this vicious cycle. It was not healthy or I would work out excessively. Whatever I had to do to keep going, oftentimes compliments from people were uh, like a, a nudge of motivation in the right direction to keep going, which actually now I know was the wrong direction. But anyway, when you do that, you could reinforce some unhealthy behaviors for someone. Not only that, someone may not even have food or body image issues at all whatsoever. They're not even trying to lose weight, but they might be depressed or they maybe have cancer or some other awful disease that you don't know about and you may never know about. They might be super private about it. It might be a coworker where you just don't know them on that level, but yet you compliment them on their body or they're looking so great. And then inside their brain, they're like, oh, great. I'm losing weight because of my disease. This is horrible. I would much rather have my weight back on and not be sick. But well, that person will never know. Or, you know, then they're thinking I wasn't even trying to lose weight. And then they're like, did I look bad before? Why are they complimenting me now? So I'm going to share with you 11 ways to compliment someone without talking about their looks. These are things that you can keep in your pocket and start to use them. Start to throw them out to your friends, your coworkers, 
uh, your family members, because the more we practice, the more this will become natural because society has told us that complimenting someone on how they look or if they've lost weight or they look skinny, that that is normal. I am guilty of it. I'm guilty of receiving those compliments and I am guilty of passing them out. So this is something that's gonna take work. So I just encourage you to start implementing these compliments into the way you speak to people. So here you go. You can say these things to compliment someone without talking about their looks. I love your confidence. Your work ethic is inspiring. You have the best sense of humor. I always learn new things from you. I love how passionate you are. Your laugh is contagious. It's inspiring to see you take care of yourself. I love seeing you take risks. It inspires me. You are so creative. Thank you for always including me. I feel so lucky to have you as a friend, a daughter, a son, a boss, an employee, or insert whatever it is that works there. And there you go. 11 ways to compliment someone without talking about their looks. On the Outway podcast that I co-host with Lisa Haim, we love using the adjective radiant. So you could throw that in there or you're glowing. Whatever it is that works for you, you figure it out and you start making those your go-tos for compliments. I mean, you can still be sincere about it. I'm not saying sprinkle these out to people when it doesn't apply, but if you can find a way to compliment someone in a genuine way without making reference to their looks, then that is what I am encouraging you to do. And also our Outweigh podcast, yes, it focuses on disordered eating and eating disorders and body image. In fact, the tagline for Outweigh, we called it Outweigh because a life without disordered eating outweighs everything. And I truly believe that it does outweigh everything. And maybe you've never struggled with an eating disorder or body image issues, I still think you could benefit from listening to Outweigh because I'm sure you have a friend or a sibling or a daughter or a mom or somebody that maybe has. And if you listen to some of the stories that we share and the experts that we have on, um, you may be able to better understand what someone in your life is going through and that can be helpful. Or also it may reveal to you some things that you're doing that actually are disordered. I know that I learned so much from Lisa before we even started taping Outway because she has a whole program called Fork the Noise. I started following her on Instagram. I started implementing things that she was saying and really taking in some of her posts and stuff from her Fork the Noise course. And I was like, oh, wow, I had no idea this was even considered disordered. And this was like shackles on me. And I had no freedom because I was so wrapped up in it. But now that I'm on the other side, I see how miserable I was. I thought I was happy, but no. I mean, actually, some days I knew I was miserable, but all in all, there were some things. I'm not even talking about the eating disorder part. I'm talking about disordered ways that we can all have that are so accepted by society that you don't even realize that they're disordered. And when you really take a look at it, you do realize like, oh man, that is not bringing me joy at all whatsoever. And that's what this podcast can do. It can maybe help be a realization for you in that sense, or it'll better equip you to help friends or family members that might be struggling. So yeah, that's Outway. A new episode is up every Saturday. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. 
Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like, I want research. I want to know, like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18-plus multivitamin. The results, well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption 
of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Four things with Amy Brown. All right. So for this last thing today, I am going to share with you four things that I am thankful for. I often have guests do it, but I'm going to do it today, mainly to encourage you to sit down and think of four things that you're thankful for today, but also just to give you a peek into my life and what I'm thankful for at the moment. And then if you want to share with me four things you're thankful for, I would love to hear from you. Four things with Amy Brown at gmail.com is our email account. And also you can hit me up on Instagram at Radio Amy. It will be me talking to you. If we do start conversing, my Instagram was hacked in case you missed Tuesday's episode or the Bobby Bone show where we talked about it. Um, Someone got my password, I guess, and got into my account and was DMing with listeners and got their cell phone numbers and then was texting with them. So thankfully we got that sorted out. But if you have been texting with me uh, this week, heads up, it's not me. All right. The first thing that I am thankful for today is a warm house. And I really think of our homeless community whenever we have these cold bursts pop up where it's snowing and freezing cold and the roads are icy and we can't go anywhere. And while we might be like, oh man, I can't drive or frustrated. Like I haven't been to the grocery store since Thursday because I left town before this snowstorm rolled in. My flight got canceled from Missouri. I couldn't even get home. We had to rent a car and drive back in really bad weather. And while those are things that I could get wrapped up in and complain about, when I really think bigger picture, there's people that are suffering far more than that. Now, I think it's okay to acknowledge things like that when they happen to you, like, oh man, because that is a real bummer. But just for some perspective, I'm going to read a post that Home Street Home put up, which is a homeless ministry that we work with here in Nashville. Stephen, the founder, who was actually homeless himself for five years, he no longer is, but this is his organization and he's come on the podcast a couple of times. And here is the post that they put up. It was titled, The Beautiful Death. Most of us can look out the window or bundle up good and go outside and see an incredibly amazing natural portrait that lay before us. The untouched beauty of a new fallen snow that spreads across the landscape. The patchworked artistry that turns trees into almost cathedral-like structure as the heavy-laden branches bow toward the earth. Yes, to most of us, it is beautiful. However, to the homeless, it is known as the beautiful death. When snow and ice begin to fall, the homeless begin their almost nonstop battle to protect their tents, their belongings, and their lives. As it starts to collect on the tents and the tarps, they must continually knock it off to keep the weight from collapsing and destroying their shelter. And they do so around the clock until it stops falling. However, the threat is far from over. Danger also lurks above as tree limbs begin to come weighted, break off, and fall. The slightest wind could cause hundreds of pounds of snow to come crashing down, seriously injuring or possibly killing someone, or destroying all of their worldly possessions. And this is not a rare occurrence. It happens quite often. We have seen several tents damaged or completely destroyed with only two inches falling snow. And this is in addition to the possibility of hypothermia, frostbite, etc. 
Yes, it is beautiful for most, but please remember for some, it can be a beautiful death. How can you help? Pray, and if possible, donate. Every dollar counts. Help us keep the death out of the beautiful. And I just thought that that was a great reminder and maybe something you had not really even thought of. Home Street Homes website, in case you feel compelled to donate, which you don't have to at all. But again, every dollar helps. Even if just every single person that listened to my podcast donated $1, that would be amazing. Homestreethometn.org is their website. You can even choose to how your donation is going to be used. But I just love Stephen and all that they're doing. Or find a way to support the homeless in your community. That happens to be right here in Nashville, but maybe there's something in your town that you can help with. The second thing I am thankful for today is healthy kids. And you know, I don't want to be wah, wah, wah here and Debbie Downer with my gratitude, but I really am. We have had several callers on the Bobby Bone Show that have had kids that either had cancer or liver disease. And then I even know someone personally right here in town that is dealing with a child that has a brain tumor. And I just feel super thankful that both of my kids are really healthy and my heart goes out to any parents right now that are dealing with that. I mean, shoot, we work so closely with St. Jude and visit there and that, gosh, that gives you perspective to be thankful for healthy kids because when you walk in there, I mean, you just see all of these kids and of course they're doing great work at St. Jude and the kids are happy and they seem like they're in the best moods ever, which is like, oh man, I can't believe I was in a bad mood about something silly or stupid, but it's just a reality check that there's a lot of kids out there that aren't so healthy at the moment and a lot of parents that are having to deal with that. So I am thankful for my healthy kids. Secondly, my sister, I'm just super thankful that she can be a rock and like pick up where I can't. Like we've been dealing with some stuff with our dad and I almost had like a little meltdown the other day because there was just a lot happening and I couldn't believe it. It all just was like happening at once. And she was there, like she heard it in my voice and I just said out loud to her, I am really struggling right now and I don't think I can take this on and she's far away. She's in Colorado. So she she's not able to do a lot, but she did what she could to help out. And I'm just thankful that I have a caregiver partner because I know there's a lot of caregivers out there that don't have a sibling to help out or a friend or another family member that can help them. Like they are the primary and that can be really hard. And then lastly, I'm thankful for Instagram and Twitter lighten it up here with this. But, you know, I do think that breaks from social media are good and social media definitely has its downsides. But like on Twitter, that's where I met Mary. And think of all the cool things that have come from that. Not only do I have an awesome friendship, but also Pimp and Joy merch was born from our relationship. And so was Espoir and all the four things items and all the good that we get to do for Haiti and other organizations. So definitely thankful for Twitter and that. And I had kind of stopped going over to Twitter for some reason, but now I'm going back more and more and it's a great place to get news. So I'm trying to up my Twitter game again, not necessarily posting as much over there, but I am frequenting the app a lot more. And then Instagram has introduced me to so many cool people. In fact, that's how I met my co-host for Outway. Lisa literally started following her on Instagram and then invited her to be on the Four Things podcast as an expert. So, you know, 
cool relationships can come from Instagram. And then if you're on Facebook, I don't ever go over there, but in case you ever do, I know the B team for the Bobby Bone Show has a really awesome, positive, uplifting Facebook page. So you can go and check that out. So there you go. Those are the four things I'm thankful for. A warm house, healthy kids, my sister, and Instagram and Twitter. Quick reminder before we wrap, the four things gratitude challenge will be coming up in March. So you've got, I don't know, like 10 more days or 11 more days until March, depending on when you're listening to this. I guess there's only 28 days or is there 29 days of February this month? I don't even know if it's leap year, but regardless, it's fast approaching. So zero pressure. If you don't want our four things journal to do it, you do not have to get one. But if you happen to be putting it off just because you're a procrastinator and you're like me and you're like, oh, I'll get around to ordering it. This is just your friendly reminder to order the journal. Just go ahead and do it today. So you got it out of the way and you can find a link to that at Radio Amy.com. All right. I hope y'all have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you next Tuesday for the fifth thing. Bye. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, but what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.